This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns and Chad P. Oh, you love to fight. I do. You really do. I have a theory. Here's an undisputable truth. All right, go You ahead. love the argument and the debate so much yeah. that you will come up with anything. Yeah, right. I have facts to back it up. I'll say, okay. okay, what is it? Grass should be red. Oh, that would be nice. Class is in. I sincerely hope that everyone went out to the polls and voted yes for Article 5, Section 4 to keep Rock School on the air for another week. We lost. We did lose. We did lose. This will be our last uh, show. Yeah, no, they <laughs> kept us on for another year. Oh, cool. Oh, well, that'll teach the voting public to be misinformed. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. I'm Joe Burns. Chad P. All right, let's do a radio show here on the Rock School Radio Network as we move into the month of November. This is a show where I hope Chad is going to yell at me a whole lot. Then I actually had not a problem. A, oh yeah, I actually <laughs> had a a little bit of a party on uh, on Halloween day yeah. where uh, I served pizza and had a bunch of people from the neighborhood over and then we grouped the kids together and they all went out as a group for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. And before the party got started, a bunch of guys said, okay, what's the next Rock School show? Because they listened to the show. <laughs> so I went and printed this out. Yeah. And I began to, you know, bloviate, if you will. Right. And every time I read a new one, they all went, ah, and then yelled at me. Oh, good. These are my, my personal, I wrote them. Yeah. My 15 indisputable truths in rock and roll. Indisputable truths. In rock and roll. What do you mean they're indisputable? Because they're right. They're correct. They're truthful. Well, I will try my darndest to dispute them. I'm right. These are Joe Burns' 15 indisputable truths in rock and roll in no order whatsoever. Far away. But there are 15 of them. Yeah, okay. All right. Number one, even though they're in absolutely no order whatsoever. Mm -hmm. This just happens to be the first out of the gate. The largest number of members a rock band should have is five. Four is better Three is best, but only if the musicianship is there. If what? it isn't, you go with four. That's Why? Right. Because a rock band should be a small, small grouping. Mm. It should be a little group, a small band of brothers making their way across the United States. And by the way, the greatest bands that are out there, the best musicianship is always a group of three. I disagree. Of course you do. What about the do. Brian Setzer Orchestra? That's an orchestra. Doesn't matter. That's not a rock band. What about the Dave Matthews Band? I, I still uh, what, think that, what? I still think the best rock bands that are out there are threesomes. Think Cream. Think other bands that are little threesomes. And oh, I'm going to play man. a little threesome. Because you're talking about musicianship. Yeah, you, need, uh, right. you need a rhythm. You need a lead guitar. You need keys. You know, you need more than three people. Nirvana. 
I, I'm not saying that Nirvana wasn't a good band, but That's you're right. saying the, the absolutely necessary to have a great band. Indisputable. No, the largest it's number of members should be five. Four is better, three is best, but only if the musicianship is there. That's, if there isn't, you go with four. That's right. Indisputable. You know, and I, to prove my point, <laughs> to prove my point, yeah. here's Triumph, a threesome from Canada. Time goes by. 14 more to go. Right here, Rock School. Thing. While we were off the air, you said, no, no, you just write these things so people will send us emails. No, I've been crafting this for a while. A lot of these are from my days in radio. Dude. Which was years and years ago. I'm sorry. I can't, you can't tell me. Oh, I'm right about that. No, no, oh, no. I'm right no, about no, that. No, no, If no. the musicianship is there, three is correct. Oh, yeah. Rock bands should be little. Thing. When you start to get past that, you start to get into bands that are a 9, 10, 12 people. You start to get into funk bands and all of that. They get outside of the world of rock. I didn't say that you need eight people in order to be yeah. a great rock band. Yeah. But you're saying like, oh, the, the, the best way ones. that it's coming out of your the mouth is that, oh, the only way that you can be successful and no, no, absolute the best greatness. The best ones. Mm-mm. It's undisputable. It Here's the next one. I just disputed it. Well, it, you're wrong. Uh, here we go. The next one. Every rock song that relies on the guitar as its main instrument owes its roots in some way, shape, or form to the craftsmanship of Robert Johnson. Go okay. ahead, dispute that one. See, I knew you couldn't dispute that one. I'm not a that guitarist. Yeah, but I'm right about that one. Oh, yeah. With the, with the blues being one of the main forms of rock and roll and Robert Johnson setting it, I'm right about that one. Okay, here we go. Next one. The first group to no longer cover and borrow from American blues and call it rock and actually begin a new form of music can actually be called rock and roll was The Who. The Beatles were too pop and too reliant on Mersey beat and jazz to hold the title. Pete Townsend was the first person to do it successfully. Hmm. There you go. Any disputing? No, you get no argument from me. That's right. See, I knew I had that one. It's not the Beatles. It was the Who that stopped it from being rock and roll. Thanks to the Who, rock and roll was no longer rock and roll. It became rock. I just agreed with you. Why are See? you cramming it? Indisputable. And, you, and you say, you. you're saying all of them. Thank uh, you. Like you're going to get to number eight and Thank be like, you. now I don't know if I'm right about this oh, one. Oh, I am right about all of these. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Here's Slip Kid. Rock and roll. <laughs> rock school. So you're with me on those two. I was going to disagree on every one of them. Okay, well, I got two here for you that deal with the advent of radio. Okay. Okay, All here right. we go. Yeah. Two for you. Here's the first one. Yeah. These are my uh, part of my 15 indisputable truths in rock and roll. Mm-hmm. The advent of radio consulting and downloading mm-hmm. has had a detrimental effect on rock music, attempting to turn it into a hit-based form of music, sold song to song. Rock was never meant to be a hit form of music, but rather an album-based format that required more of the listener. Now that music has been purchased song to song, rock artists are forced to create hooks and catchy licks, 
that's changed their craft from rock music to heavy pop. Heavy metal's the only rock form that stayed true to the album, and their sales has showed the effect. Agree or disagree? Agree. Okay, see? Indisputable. Now, here's the second one. The advent of consulting and downloading is also destroying the radio industry. Radio and the charts that follow it clearly showed time and time again that radio was the leader in introducing new music to the buying public. The disc jockey wielded great power in the choices that he or she made on what to play on the air. Today, the record buying public is not being led by a friendly voice, took that from the Rush song, mm-hmm. uh, but rather a corporate voice interested more in profits than the music itself. What is less important than what, what is good is less important than what looks good, what sounds equal to what came before, and what can be marketed. I disagree. I what? Still, I still think that what? I still think that radio is your number one source to hear where the new music is. Now, once you hear it, yeah? you'll go out and download See, it. See, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. People are are relying on what can be downloaded and what's inside of their iPod. They don't look to the radio anymore to say what's new. They don't they don't have a friendly voice on the radio to say this is what's the new thing that's out there. They don't even have as much as I dislike what MTV did to music. They don't even have a VJ to play the new song that's no, out there anymore. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dispute the fact that the corporate world is uh, got their own marketing schemes and things of that nature to try to get the consumer to lure, try to lure them in to download the songs. But yeah. I personally still rely on radio to provide me a direction to go in to do my downloading. Uh, see, I don't buy that. But too many kids have got their, their ear puds in and they could care less about it. Undisputed. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't buy it. Here's Everclear and the way it used to be. AM radio. Rock School. KHJ Los Angeles. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Well, now you know where we got the introduction to the Rock School Radio Show. Uh, portions of today's program are brought to you by It's from AM Radio Everclear. You know, actually, uh, when I started doing that, one of the guys at the radio station says, why do y'all have to play that disclaimer now at the beginning of your show? <laughs> it's not a disclaimer. I just think it's, it's funny. It's from a, a go. song. I got one more for the break, but... Oh, you, know, you love to fight. I do. You really do. I have I a theory. Here's an undisputable truth. All right, go You ahead. love the argument and the debate so much yeah. that you will come up with anything yeah anything at all come up with a few different facts from wherever you'll say like oh chad i have a new i have a new truth and Uh this is truth is this joe land again this is joe land all right i have facts to back it up i'll say okay "Okay, what is it grass should be red oh that would be nice grass being red now see oh it would and then then you'll be like oh hear me out hear me out (laughs) and then you'll spout off all this crap just so i can get in a fight yes because then i'll say like no that's not true no listen listen to (laughs) me listen why i'm i am right all right well it's possibly Uh okay here's next one on my 15 indisputable truths of rock and roll and this one's completely true we'll see rap music has no place in the rock and roll hall of fame and i see we've talked about yes but it's true talked about this not because it isn't a viable form of music because it has no roots equal to rock See? You want to be honest, rap's roots 
come from disco. I'm not the biggest rap fan, but you cannot deny the fact that rap music helped restart Aerosmith's career with the Run DMC Walk This Way song. You're right. Okay. Does not mean the entire genre should go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think there are shades Period. of gray in that area. Period. I think there are a lot of shades of gray. Nope. 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 Black and white. On, <laughs> off switch. Yeah, nope. Well. It should not be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Next. Hello, KLSU. <laughs> Did you see that? He said you were next. All right. Now go ahead. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah. They love the fight, don't they? Oh, yeah. They do. I should go up to Shreveport and just argue all day long over live a cup of coffee and a big piece of pie. Yeah. Back in a minute. Rock's cool. that's going to upset people. Do you like to make people mad? No, I don't like to make people mad, but I do like discussion. I mm-hmm. do like to... Argue's not the right word. Because debate. I never... Debate. I never like to upset people. Right. But I do like it when somebody can can form an opinion and argue back at me, especially a student. Uh-huh. I don't like it when students are sort of intimidated by me. Mm-hmm. And if I come out and I say, the you sky is like blue, that? and they go, oh, okay, okay. I don't <laughs> like that. I want a student to come out, you know, the sky is blue, and the student to go, no, 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 it's azul. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, I like you. Mm-hmm. Keep going. All right, here we go. Indisputable truth, next one. Why are you looking at me like this? Because I'm going to nail you with <laughs> yeah, this okay, one. Okay, let's see. There are rock bands that require that you own their entire collection of music. Then there are rock bands that only require that you own three to five of their songs, period. What? Adjust your music collection accordingly. Be honest. Have you ever really listened to all three Angel albums or given every Cinderella album a spin? No. When's the last time you ever cared to hear the hits from Autograph or Honeymoon Suite? Period. Oh, now, wait a minute. That's right. There no, are bands. Can't. No, there no. are bands where you only need a couple songs, and there are bands where you need their entire album. D- I definitely disagree right oh, there. wrong I do not own every Metallica album. That's right. But well, I own at least 10 to 12 See, well, that's a band where songs. you need the albums. Then there are bands I don't need the albums. like I Autograph have the songs or I Honeymoon Suite, where you only need a few of them. Mm-mm. Yeah, there, there are bands where I just need about four songs from them, and that's it. What do you mean that's what I need? Well, I just, see, in this you, world of down Downloading, right. people have like 19 albums. See, look, the entire Emerson, Lake, and Palmer collection. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even like them. No, and there no. you go. I'll give you a perfect example. Foo Fighters. Yeah? Foo Fighters. That's a band where you might need all the albums. I don't need all the albums. Well, see, there you go. Because I'll Red Hot Chili Peppers, to me, that's a band I only need about five songs. Really? That's it. Nah, dude. That's it. Nah, I can't, yeah. go. I can't go on you with Here's that. Here's Autograph. One. This is all you need. Turn up the radio. That's it. Rock School. Turn up the radio. That's all you need. That's it. Welcome well, to the bottom of the hour. With you, but okay. I'm just saying. Well, that's fine. Let me do one going into uh, seven days and 70 seconds because I want to make sure I get all 15 in. Yeah, go ahead. The first music to break in the United States and start the British invasion was not the Beatles. Okay. But rather the fantastic Dusty Springfield. Every person, no matter their age, should own I Only Want to Be With You. Period. 
Is that right? Yep. I don't know how you can disagree with that. We'll do another one coming out. Welcome to the bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. I'm Chad P. Who happens to be disagreeing with me. Well. (laughs) I don't disagree with your name. Welcome to the bottom of the hour. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds. Monday, November 1st. Sunday, September. Actually, November. Let's go with November, unless you're going to argue with me that it's not November. November 7th. Go ahead. I think I'll live to argue with you. Monday, November 1 in 1965, a Rolling Stones concert is halted shortly after beginning when a large group of fans attempts to rush the stage. It was in Rochester, New York. Ten years ago, Tuesday, November 2nd, despite student protests, which result in a petition against his performance, rapper Eminem performs at the University of Illinois. Really? They didn't want him to perform? Well, that was back when he was thought to be just misogynistic and everything he said was wrong. Ah, okay. November 3rd in 1995, Hootie and the Blowfish settle out of court with Mr. Bob Dylan over the use of his lyrics in their song, Only Wanna Be With You. We never could figure out what those words were. (laughs) me and my friends. Thursday, November 4th, 2002, Kurt Cobain's journals containing letters and diary entries from the 1980s through 1994 is released. November 5th in 1965, The Who's classic hit My Generation is released. 45 years ago, Saturday, November 6th, iconic West Coast concert promoter Bill Graham produces his first concert at the Calliope Ballroom, San Francisco. And then Sunday, November 7th, hey, Daylight Savings Times ends, by the way, spring forward, fall back. 15 years ago, 70s pop stars The Captain and Tennille renew their wedding vows after 20 years of marriage because love, love will keep them together. Please stop. Okay. (laughs) Back to the 15 indisputable truths in rock and roll. This one will upset somebody, but I dare you to email me and tell me I'm wrong. I don't have to email you. I just tell you. Drugs were not good for rock music. No matter how someone tries to state that great musicians created better music when drunk or high, the people it killed far outweigh the ideas it created. Just ask Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, James Honeyman Scott, Frankie Lyman, Robbie McIntosh, Sterling Morrison, John Panazzo, Elvis Presley, Hillel Slovak. Oh, wait, you can't. Hmm. Agree or disagree? Uh, There's no way that I could dispute that. I mean, do you think that I would honestly... Some people do. Some people think that the LSD of the of the 60s and 70s produced the better music. Mm-mm. So here's Ian Drury, Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. Right here, Rock School. Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. This is Rock School as we talk about my 15 indisputable truths in rock and roll. Think we'll get some uh, email off of this this uh, this week around? Probably so. Yeah, probably. Another one. Again, I'm not giving numbers because these are in no particular order. The most detrimental decision the record industry ever made was to stop producing cheap, plentiful singles. A lot of people think it was not going along with downloading, how Napster destroyed it. Yeah. I think they destroyed themselves before that. When CDs first came out, I think what they tried to do with the CD single, pricing it to be uh, like 5 or $6, uh-huh. and basically stating everybody's going to have to go from vinyl to CD. And what they did is instead of saying, okay, we'll create CD singles that are 99 cents, like regular singles, yeah. what they did is they priced the CD singles more than half of what 
the CD album would be right. to try and force people to buy the album. Hmm. And I think that's where it all went wrong for them, not going along with Napster. I never bought a CD single. Well, of course not. Why would you? Right. The CD single was $6.50 exactly. or $6. The album was 12 yeah. yeah. Why not just buy the album? Exactly. So, I mean, the single was silly. Yeah, I'll go there with you. I love this one. <laughs> okay. If you are ever confronted by a music lover who is attempting to get you to listen to a new band by using any of the following phrases. <laughs> you need to hear them live. You need to hear their old stuff. You need a good bootleg. Their albums just don't capture them. They're like band meets band meets band meets band. They're huge in Europe or some other obscure foreign country. You just don't get it. The musician used to be in whatever band you don't care for. Uh, they're produced by some hot new producer. Mm -hmm. They're awesome. Or they're like a young whatever. God forbid they say you too. This probably isn't a band worth listening to. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Am I right on the money with yeah, that? Yeah, I think I got you on that one. And yeah. every time they say they're like a young why is it always you two? <laughs> Why is every band like you two? I don't know. Here's you two. <laughs> Pride in the name of love. When they were young. Rock school. The drummer from Who Cares Who Band. Who cares? Oh, well, that, that, that I'm doesn't sure mean they're going to sound like yeah. the band. They sound exactly like them. No. I should go out and download I, one song. I'm here with you on, on quite a few. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm not going to give you 100% approval rating. You're not the president. Okay, but, here's... Uh, <laughs> what? I don't think he has 100%. Let me give you one that really... It, it's kind of hard for somebody to sort of argue against this one, unless they're, like, historian crazy. All right. No, Alan Freed did not invent, nor did he coin the term rock and roll. Rock and roll is an African-American slang term that meant sex and was borrowed from religious terminology and given a new meaning. What Alan Freed did do was use the term so extensively through his massive popular radio show that rock and roll simply could not be denied by critics, the music industry, or the record-buying public as a new, viable music genre all its own. It's Alan Freed that made rock and roll what it is today. Well, I'm no historian, but, but I am going to slightly disagree with that. I think he did invent the term, even if it was being used somewhere else in slang. I mean, anybody can come up with that. I can start saying, like, I'm going to describe our show as scrumtralescent. Yeah, now, that, now, that was a term it. from a, a Will Ferrell bit. But somewhere down the line, someone will say, you weren't the first one to use scrumtralescent. It was actually used back in Norway in the 1800s. But he's the one that linked it with the music. Yeah. Okay, so you, you don't think that's the case then? Mm -mm. Okay, well, fair enough. But uh, but I'm right. Hello, Radio Universe Dad in Salamanca, Spain. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello, WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. There's one guy up there I bet we could get to dispute some of these. I guarantee it. Mm. And if you want to write to us, we don't give the email address enough. What is it, Chad? It's kslurockschool at gmail.com. kslurockschool, one gigantic word at gmail.com. Oh, I'd love to hear from you. Back in a minute, Rock School. This is Rock School talking about my 15 indisputable truths in rock and roll. You shouldn't put that adjective on there. Uh, 15? No, indisputable. Truths? No. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's where the emails start to come. I love this one. Oh, they haven't already? Oh, no, this okay. one's true. Mm-hmm. 
classic rock music of the 60s, 70s to mid 80s is the best rock music ever produced. If you look at the past eight years of top touring bands, with few exceptions, Lady Gaga, Britney Ooh. Spears, the top 10 are always classic rock bands. That can be explained two ways. The kids today cannot afford tickets, which is nowhere near true. <laughs> or, as I suspect is true, the music of the 70s and 80s is just simply better. Please don't tell me it's because the newer bands cannot tour at the size of the classic bands. If no one wanted to see them, neither could the classic bands. Uh-huh. 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 With oh, yeah. some shades of gray, I may go with that. You, you, you've used that term shades of gray a couple times Because now. that's all you have. No, no, no. Shades of gray. Black and white, light on, light off. Yeah, I'd like to turn your light off. Here's Pink Floyd, Young Lust, Rock School. Okay, there is a French phrase. I don't know what the French phrase is, but it's called words on the steps. Uh Words you wish you had said when it was first done. And during the song, you came up with words on the steps. Well, during the break, I I came up with, you know, I was already pondering it in my head. But my theory is that the reason that the classic bands are still touring is because that's all they know how to do. Right. They've written the perfect songs. Why, no, it has nothing going? to do with the perfect songs, dude. Okay, okay the, the bands of today, uh-huh. they tour, but they also have other means of income that they can generate through sponsorship. No. Yeah, oh, sponsorships, okay. commercials, uh-huh. oh. reality television, things yeah. like that. Justin Timberlake does not have to tour all the time because he's an actor. Because he can't actor. write any new music. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Okay. The classic bands are touring because that's yeah. all they know how to do. That's the only way they can make money. Well, why, why write anything new? I mean, you've written the perfect stuff. Again, we could go back and forth all day, but that is part of the theory okay. that I came up with. <laughs> it's why during, are during the three minutes that Pink Floyd was? Why singing. are the classic? Why are most of the classic bands still touring? Because they can, and people want to see them in unbelievable droves. When's the last time you saw Roger Daltrey on a reality show? Uh, why would he? Well, he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. Two more to go. This one's quick. Scotty Moore, Elvis's guitarist. Scotty Moore. Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page, Eddie Van Halen, Kurt Cobain, and The Edge are the past six decades in guitar. Once again, what? Scotty Moore, Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page, Eddie Van Halen, Kurt Cobain, and The Edge are the past six decades in guitar. Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? There it stands. Mm. Here's Nirvana, Lithium. Rock school. I'm so happy Cause today Found my friends Here in my head I'm so ugly That's okay Cause so are you Okay, last break on Rock School. Mm-hmm. I just spent the last one. How long was Nirvana? Four minutes listening to Chad list, what, 700 guitarists? 701. Didn't know you knew that many guitarists. Ah. Okay, here's the last one of the 15 indisputable truths in rock. Now, this one's kind of warm and fuzzy. Well, let's see. Let me, let me finish it up. Okay. There is nothing new in rock. That's why we like it. It's comfortable. 
It's a form of music that resonates within us. It is within the reach of just about any person with a modicum of talent that can also afford to buy a guitar and a moderately large amplifier. It's not a music that requires a symphony hall, violins, timphonies. Any group of kids with ambition, an empty garage, and an understanding father can form a band. And even if they stink, it will be fondly remembered as one of the greatest times of their lives. Do you agree or disagree with that one? Are you spouting off about rock or friendship? Well, that's what rock is. I'm telling you. Some of the bands I was in were terrible, but it was one of the greatest times of my life while I was in those well, bands. Well, yeah, you form bonds with your that's friends, right. bonding friendships and things like that, and you make memories. They could, could, they could be good memories. They could be bad memories, but they're memories that you look back on 30, I, 40 years down the road. And I think that's one of the things that's great about rock and roll. It's not a music that you have to study for years and years and years. Three chords attitude and a couple of girls dancing out in front of the garage <laughs> and that's what you got man here's a song that sets it all together okay joe's garage uh-huh. Frank Zappa. didn't that fit <laughs> uh, how about love that? it i am Wrong. joe burns not all the time you I'm are P. that's it class is dismissed